Hello! Welcome to Season 6, Episode 4 of Four Seasons and a Funeral. The show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons. And a placeholder fifth season. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 4 of Merlin, The Poisoned Chalice. My name is Creepy Old Man, and joining me today are, uh, Tall Giant Man and Less Tall Giant Man. Acme Wizard, I can't believe you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spoken to the mole people? That's not Acme Wizard's voice. Acme Wizard's voice is even more nonsense. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Uh, I'm no. less tall giant. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm the tall giant one, I guess. You are. You really are. I don't know are. why you're saying you guess. I don't know. There are taller You make than, me than feel I. like I'm David's height when I stand next to you. That's I can not only true. Im- I can only imagine what David, <laughs> what David feels like. Listen... Whenever I go to concerts with Nick, my neck hurts because I got to lean up to look at the band. And then I also got to lean up to look at Nick. <laughs> to talk uh, the good news is, the, the good news is uh, there's always a nice big space concerts. So if you don't care about like not seeing them, you can normally get like a little bit of breathing room. Great. Yeah, because there'd be no point. You might as well stand behind a fucking pillar. Yep. <laughs> Ow. Oh, I banged my <laughs> head against my microphone. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that picked up really well. In case you couldn't tell, we have fun energy tonight. I blame it on the fact that we had D&D last night, so we were up very late. And then also the second audiobook from Mother of Learning got released yesterday. So oh, I've been God. listening to that on repeat, and then I started rereading the series. I need to again. finish my first read through of that series. Have you I not guess. finished Mother of Learning? Oh my God. I, How far I did felt, you get? Um... He is currently training in the the northern area, and the one crazy witch was like, you must kill this fuck-off spider thing. Oh That's terrifying. God. You're, like, barely halfway. Yeah, no, I am not <laughs> deep into that story at all, and I just kind of... Oh, my kinda, God, it's so good, though. I kind of stopped. You should definitely continue reading it. Mother yeah. Learning is a fantastic book. Series. Uh, web novel. Yeah. <laughs> kind epic? of thing is it the length that it could be an epic um the first two audiobooks are sitting at about feel 45 hours or 50 Jesus hours so Christ. they're about maybe one wheel of time book so far <laughs> <laughs> is that the new metric is how many wheel of times is your book for audiobooks it is for me <laughs> interesting if it's not at least half a wheel of time it's not worth the free credit i get once a month <laughs> interesting and this is the part of the podcast where we tell you we're sponsored by not audacity that wasn't even the re- what <laughs> is it not on audacity audible audacity is the program oh, right. we use to record the podcast we're really? also not sponsored by audacity because yeah, they harvest cause- user data Yes, but correct. but hey, go 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 see go go over to uh, audacity dot com slash forsaf and see if Don't, we ever did why? get sponsored. Why? Why? You're also saying <laughs> audacity again. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> guys aren't even yeah, we're getting sponsored correctly. by by our audio recording uh, software. Oh my obviously. god, you guys hurt my Jokes. brain. Today go to CraigTheRedeemer dot org slash nothing. 
what have you guys been up to since we last recorded? My birthday uh, gift finally came in. Ooh. Yay. I get to build After five a, months? Exactly five months. Um, Jeez. Well, it's the, it's the Lego tall neck set from Horizon. Oh. And so it came out, the, the release information came out like late January and then, or mid-February, because my girlfriend was like, I'm going to get you a Lego set. And I was like, sweet, I'm down with that. She's like, you need to pick one out. And then pointed out, hey, look, they're releasing a tall neck one in May. So we bought it at the beginning of May, and then they're like, oh, yeah, this thing is on massive back order already. And I was like, expected? But it mm-hmm. came in today, and I have done roughly, I, I say half of it, but that's disingenuous. I have done half the bags. I've done four of eight. But so far, I have the torso of the tall neck built, and the platform it's going to stand on, but not the legs or the neck. So quite a ways to go. Are you happy or sad that the tall neck came in more reliably than the first washer you bought? <laughs> oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a tricky question. I'm going to say I expected it because Lego is such like a well-run machine at this point. Yeah, and those fucking washer companies are terrible. <laughs> it's not even... I, I don't know. I... I don't even know if it was the washer company because I got a, the same one in store and they apparently didn't have manufacturer delays. Maybe it's because when you ordered it at the first store, they were trying to make one from scratch. <laughs> or maybe the brick had it and went, no, nah, we're just going to fuck with this guy specifically. Yeah, they don't like you specifically, Charlie. I did actually get my refund, though. I got an email oh. saying my refund went through, so that was nice. I really hope yeah. a washer still appears at your doorstep would be great. I I would keep it. I would keep it and sell it. I, nah, just run a second washer. You'll need to get a second dryer, but then you can start your own dry or uh start your own uh, laundromat. Put it in that shed garage. in your backyard. No, that <laughs> <laughs> that shed is currently full of uh, sticks cuz we've been cleaning up the backyard. Why are you so. putting them in the shed? Why are you putting them in the garbage? Cuz we need them for fires. We have three uh, fire pits, David. You don't need to run all three at the same time. Yes. Yes, I do. Nonsense. I want to buy $1,000 worth of firewood and appear at your doorstep one day. A lot of fire. And set your house that on is... fire. I mean, what? <laughs> you would kill my animals? I'll free them first. No, that's as good as killing one of them. <laughs> she doesn't have front claws. Really? I think she would do better than the other cat. No, Cricket would die in an instant. <laughs> Over Tubbs, Tubster? Junebug at least has claws. I guess, but she's like a circle. She's getting better. <laughs> starting to slip down a little bit. Well, you good. say that every time. Because she is, I think. Cricket is definitely you, losing weight. <laughs> Charlie's fat um... cats aside... <laughs> What what have I been doing? I played day two of the tournament as we recorded in between two. Yep. Um, and I did surprisingly well on day. Uh, I put myself in a position. There are six rounds. I put myself in a position after five rounds where if I if I came second, I got a first, uh, and if I came, uh, I played too aggressive. Um, and came seventh and got none of those things. Oh no. <laughs> Um, yeah, top 16 would have gotten me, um, an additional pro point, uh, the Peter Pan. Um, so... How many NFTs would you have gotten? <laughs> uh, none. 
Hey, I hear NFTs are really cheap right now. Are are they are the storybook Paul NFTs lunar coin? <laughs> <laughs> I actually they might be. I don't know what ecosystem they they're on because I know they made the three like ones that they were just like giving out for free. I have no idea what that's what that system was built on though. That'd be really funny if it was because like that is it isn't like the like lunar network just like straight up shut down like dumb. Pretty Therefore, much. If you had NFTs, well, you can so buy a of, Romeo. Like, super uh storybook brawl nft there's they're like all on sale for two dollars and ninety cents you oh could get them God. for free a while yeah, it was great that's all two dollars and ninety cents is also still too much yeah they're <laughs> yeah. they're based off of the solana blockchain okay. but it's like ftx has their own um market page and stuff what is um, the highest yeah, no. nft you could get Julie. Someone has listed Juliet five ninety nine for two point five million. <laughs> Why? I hope that Sometimes person you gotta just... gets bankrupt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that person just went cool. I got this. I'm gonna post this for an unreasonable amount of money. Yeah, and I hope <laughs> that person goes bankrupt. <laughs> I have been uh, tired and angry and bitter for the past uh, twenty five years. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm in a bad mood today. I think we're just tired. I don't think I had enough coffee. That's why. Did you not have your coffee uh, today? I only had two cups of coffee today. Ah, you fool. I usually have like seven. <laughs> just just go down to zero. It's great. No. I I would rather die. <laughs> The only time in recent memory I did not have any cups of coffee over a long period of time is when I had COVID, where the fact that I didn't have coffee did not affect my like how shitty I felt. I mean, I you might have felt, felt, like felt better with the coffee. <laughs> no, because I really didn't also want to dehydrate myself. Just drink more water to compensate for the coffee. But I was already drinking so much water. Then you would have been fine drinking the coffee. Nah, it's fine. Plus, I, I just wanted to sleep, and sleeping was good. You can't sleep uh, after yes. you drink coffee? Are you aware of this wonderful drug called caffeine? Yeah, but like a cup of coffee. Like, I can drink a cup of coffee and then take a nap immediately. Hmm. You guys should uptake your caffeine amounts. It's affecting you too much. <laughs> I just don't have caffeine, do, period, and it's great. I deliberately keep myself to one cup a day, unless I'm in the office, in which case apparently I'll have five. <laughs> Anyways, uh, boring life stuff aside, Merlin. So wait, what has Nick been up to? Oh wait, Nick no, we just I, I, did, I, I, I did tournament stuff. Um, did we ask great. David what he's been doing? Yeah, I said David about just being bitter and angry. Oh, well, that's just how you feel, not what you've been up to. No, I've been actively bitter and angry. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> For me, it's an activity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hobby. All right, Merlin. After the evil <laughs> Nimue. Okay, Nimue. Okay. TV guide. After Nimue the evil what? Nimue, Michelle Ryan tricks Merlin into drinking from a poison chalice. Arthur embarks on a dangerous quest to retrieve the only known antidote, a rare flower. Gaius and Gwen, meanwhile, care for Merlin, who is near death, but still comes to the aid of Arthur. This felt like an Indiana Jones movie at times. This felt like an actual, like, um, Arthurian legend, sort of. 
with the needing to go into a cave to find a flower that for some reason only grows underground in a cave, which makes no sense biologically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Why it's a very it was... rare flower. Exactly. It's, it's a magic flower. Maybe the but cave it... is built on top of like some dormant volcano, so you have it all those... It still needs light, my dude. <laughs> you don't know that? You Not don't know biology? One. There's one. UV one reactive heat. rocks in that cave. Why does it have a flower? What insects are it trying to attract to pollinate? Those <laughs> fucking spider those things. <laughs> you think the spiders pollinate the flower? Hell yeah, those spiders are pollinators. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a monstrous hellland where you have three foot tall pollinating spiders wandering around. What is the worst size of spider before it just becomes like a monster? Anything you can't comfortably squish under your foot. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. Like, if you can't get it in one good stomp, it's too big. Um, so, uh, all right, no, 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 there's, there's something to consider <laughs> here. What's the, what's the ratio of body to leg? Again. Like, everything stays proportional to, like, a tarantula, and I know physically that doesn't work out, but just for your own mind. Like, just, just scale that up. Move your mouse Before to the little corner of the box. already re- died. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He will return in three days. <laughs> when we record again. He has, done his, he has done his duty. He will leave us now <laughs> on this cursed planet. Um, Be- I don't know. But, but, uh, like dog size? I, I guess the real Is that the is- worst size of spider? Well, so that one's already monster, right? Like, no, I don't think so. I don't think dog-sized spider is monster. I think that's just a big fuck-off spider. I think no, like as soon as you get to like on... no, human adult, no, dog-sized no, 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 is a no. monster. Dog-sized, dog... like, if that's, you think that's about the problem, like, if you think my, about all that I what, need is like the largest animal a tarantula would hunt in body proportion size to a tarantula. Like, a tarantula will go after something that's slightly bigger than it is, right? So that means a dog-sized spider would probably go after something slightly bigger than it, which could be, like, a small child. You've officially yeah. hit a monster. Like, okay. that's a, anything that goes after a small child is, like, I feel like a monster. I will say yeah, we, like, already, we already have on planet Earth David's threshold in the Huntsman Spider. Like you can't crush that thing comfortably underneath your. Yeah, shirt. like that's yeah. that's that would if I encountered that I would be very uncomfortable. Yes, <laughs> like, but I also think so like if I, I saw just like I a tarantula, agree, but also... I think I'd be okay because you can still just stomp that. Like you can, but like you can right, knock so, it off so, something. So, so David, so David, uh, huntsman spider, but it is twice like it is just double the size. Are Listen, you more uncomfortable with that? Yes, because you can't comfortably <laughs> stop. Like, that's my threshold. Like, what do you mean? Why would double my threshold make me know I'm okay with that, though? Well, well, Charlie's, Charlie's initial question was, what is the largest size spider you would be uncomfortable with? Which is literally just, what's the threshold for a monster spider? Which you have yeah. sort of defined. Anything that can eat a child yes. or would hunt a child. Yeah, anything that would go after, like, not even, like, like hunt. So, yeah, that's So the we're keyword. talking, like, the size of... Like a a Pomeranian then would be the absolute like largest. Before like you small would small dog small dog spider. yeah a small dog spider like if if the body of the spider is small dog size and their legs are essentially coming like, off extra, that proportion yeah proportionally to that that's that's a monster. All right, 
Uh, next question. What is your threshold for believable sleep talking? Believable sleep talking? Because mine was hit in this episode. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to steer us back on track. I've been told I sleep talk, and I think I once said I have many, like, I have secrets or something. Where you... Um. Okay. I, um, I, I sleep I saying have... in front yes. of me. Which I don't is... know if that was sleep or that was drunk. Uh, you, no, you were fully asleep, but oh. also uh, singing. And also drunk. So like, Are you three? sure you just couldn't tell if my eyes were closed or not? I am very Asian. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't consider that. I was too busy making sure you weren't choking on your vomit and then making sure my girlfriend wasn't choking on her vomit. That was a good night. Ah, oh, gotta love New Year's. Thanks what for a, the what ride, a great Nick. New Year's that was. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, person who gave me the finger. <laughs> a car just approached us in the street. What do you want me to do? <laughs> cut off us, cut cut our path off. What do you think? Was As I'm happen? ordering an Uber. <laughs> As we're drunkenly ordering an Uber, a car just pulls up and cuts us off. <laughs> you may have even honked at us. I, I certainly honked at you. Yeah, so you get flipped off. Fuck you. I'm crossing the street. <laughs> and then we look and go, wait, no, that's Nick. Castle the Uber. Castle the Uber. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, let's get into Merlin. Yeah, let's let's get into Nimue um, do, doing some things. Uh, yeah, so, hey, there's a peace treaty being signed. Well, no, between... first we open on Nimue uh, staring oh. in some water. Oh, right. In, I forgot in her weird puddle. And then she like <laughs> grabs a chalice and then she starts chanting over it. And then she puts a, some blood and a flower petal in the water and then into the chalice. And she's like, mm, ha, 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 I'm an evil witch. With yep. very blue contacts in. Yes. Because <laughs> Michelle Ryan's eyes are not blue. <laughs> uh, then we cut yes. to the Camelot throne room where Uther is like hanging out with the other knights all standing by him. And man, I thought Arthur was not wearing proper clothing. Arthur looked like he walked in on the street like late and they just had to <laughs> rush him onto set. They're like, uh, put this over your hoodie and just don't put the hood up. You're fine. <laughs> like he did not look like he was supposed to be in that scene. <laughs> he but you do have the rest of the knights looking very imposing wearing chainmail and then Arthur just kind of like chilling in street clothes. <laughs> he was like, and, "Dad, yeah. do I have to go to the peace treaty?" Like, at you least know, it makes sense for Merlin to be wearing, like, rag or street clothes, because he's a fucking servant. Yeah. Does it make yes. sense for, like, the prince to be dressed like that when, like, a, f- a foreign royal is visiting? Yeah. But, hey, um, looks like there's a peace, looks like they're uh, going to be signing a peace treaty. I guess Camelot was at war with an, um, another kingdom. Mercia. Yeah, uh, crazy. <laughs> yes. We shall show them no mercy. <laughs> Um, uh, it was and- Mercia was a real place. It was one of the three notable uh, Anglican kingdoms that was uh, founded by the sub-Roman Britons. Essentially, after the Romans left, it was one of the last. So. Those damn Jesus-killing bastards! <laughs> <laughs> and look in the background, Nimue dressed up as a serpent. Uh, Gasp! I wonder how this could affect anything. There- and man, did Merlin just instantly start checking her out? <laughs> Can you blame him though? Uh, she's not that pretty. 
It's the look eyes. At, I feel like they gave her yes. contacts and then up the contrast anyways in They're post so to be like blue. to be like, like look at how blue the eyes are. Pick her out of a crowd. Right. Would you not also be suspicious that someone in in the show like that attractive is just a handmaiden? Yes. That should be a huge warning sign. <laughs> like in all these universes like you're hot, you should be a person of status. <laughs> You either are or will be important at some point, purely because you're attractive. Looking at you, Quinn. <laughs> but yeah, she bumps into Merlin deliberately, and um, Merlin like helps her up, and she flirts with him shamelessly, and he's like, I gotta go put a pillow over my crotch and hide. <laughs> uh... Do we get Arthur telling Merlin he has to go to the ceremony as well now to celebrate the peace treaty? Well, yeah, he's like, yeah, we have a big, boring ceremony. Like, you got to polish these buttons. Like, also, you're going to be there, but you're going to be there so my cup doesn't go dry. And, man, you got to wear the traditional uniform of a, Arthur, what is it, Camelodian uh, servant? Yeah, and because they keep making jokes about Merlin wearing, like, extravagant robes and pointy hats. And I guess Props was like, fuck it, fine, we'll do it. And put him in red robes and a red cap with, like, a feather in it. I was too fully many expecting... Feathers. Too many full... feathers. I was expecting a full jester outfit. I thought they were going to dress him up as a jester. A potato sack and chains. <laughs> the official yes. uniform of our serfs. It's to remind you that you used to be slaves, but now you're free to work for <laughs> yes. us for no money. You're free to work for us. As long as you continue to work for us, you are free. <laughs> but now I don't own you. Kinda. Maybe. Sort of. No, not really. I still own you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we get to the ceremony and the other king's like, ah, to celebrate peace, I got these goblets. So that we can drink together as like brothers, whatnot. Um, and at some point, Nimue disguised as a handmaiden pulls Merlin aside. Acts all freaked out, like I saw him poisoning the chalice. Um, he's, he's, he wants to kill. Yeah. Well, also, man, does she do a bad fucking job? Cause it's like a I have to tell you something, but no, I can't tell you. Otherwise, he'll kill me. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I saw the king. He had the goblet. What did he do to the goblet? I can't tell you. I can't you. say. He's <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? He'll kill me next. <laughs> you told so much. Like, Merlin, what do you think he did to the goblet? Oh, yeah, he stuck his dick in it. It's going to be so hilarious. <laughs> like, what do you he, mean? He dunked his balls all over it. He's going to gobble his balls indirectly. <laughs> he farted in the goblet and put it back. Like, what do you think she's going to say, Merlin, you dumbass? Fucking fart cup. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's poisoned. What else could it be? But my, my issue with this, too, is apparently no one expected those goblets before the ceremony, not to like, okay, give them like a good once over. We want them to be pristine. Yeah, it's not nothing because like they just like dunk wine in it. All right, kid, chug. It's not like a hidden fucking. Well, yeah, because guys, so, to be fair, to it. be like, fair, Nimue goes, Nimue goes and like, and 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 I'm assuming swaps them right before the feast or like a little while before the feast. And I'm assuming yeah. that at that point they're like, all right, you know, 
We want to leave this as a gift. We're just going to leave this closed. And yeah, everything. but when you look but, into yeah. the fucking wine cup and you see petals in it, you should yeah. go, hmm. Gaius <laughs> immediately goes, ah, oh, there's a petal stuck in here after the poisoning. <laughs> but, like, shouldn't the servant or whoever filling them up just be like, oh, excuse me, one quick second. I'm just going to go rinse this out. Or just like, mm, nah. they probably don't want to drink this petal. Let me just take that out. <laughs> nah, that petal actually was there to add flavor. Um. It's a there bay was one in each of the each. <laughs> yes, that one makes my, no sense though, Nick. These are white people. They don't know what bay leaves are. One of my speaking of white people not knowing what bay leaves are. That's one of my favorite things to find on food reviews or could or like fucking <laughs> yeah. like uh, what is this like, a fucking leaf in my stew? Just white people complaining about like ah, oh, there is a fucking like outside leaf in my food. <laughs> you scroll crazy. up and you're like. You're like, yeah, Middle Eastern cuisine, cool, cool, cool. Asian cuisine, cool, cool, cool. Or even just like a sort of middle class or upper class, like white, like Italian (laughs) restaurant. Like, yeah. (sighs) But yeah, Um, Merlin comes in and is like, ah, don't drink. He poisoned it. And the other kid rightfully is like, I'll kill you. (laughs) I'll kill you right fucking now. We are trying to sign a peace treaty. We have been at war for 10 years. Please let me sign this peace treaty. Do not accuse me of shit that I did not do. He literally like the blood of so many of our men. <laughs> like Jesus coats these walls. I also love how Arthur immediately is like, "Ah, oh, Merlin, you've been drinking gin again, you drunken bitch." And Uther is like immediately like, "No, no, no. Th- you you cannot worm your way out of this, this one. This one's this too one's- important. Not the plague." This one- <laughs> the plague we would have bought the love story <laughs> but like also that that was that was internal this is this is an external oh, you know yeah. meeting that we're having this is uh this is public and i love uther's like okay king if you didn't poison it you can drink from it actually never mind if you did i want to kill you myself you little bitch my servant can drink it well, not even my servant. My son's servant to drink it. And then it's Arthur going, but wait, if it is poison, he's gonna die. And Uther's like, then he was right. I fa- he gets to die being correct. The best kind of correct. So Merlin chugs it down, waits a half second, is like, oh yeah, I guess it's not poison. And everyone's like, okay, cool. And Uther's even like, yeah, you can kill the servant now. Yeah, and the other king like goes to draw his sword. But then, oh my gosh, there's the witch staring. Oh my god. And Getting Merlin hard starts on to watching choke. Merlin chug that wine down. Merlin starts to choke, and, and then he falls to the ground, and oh no, he's poisoned! Can, can you imagine how much, how, how different this episode would have been if instead it had just been like, yeah, no, the king, the, the king will drink it. Uh, we'll have Lord Byron drink it. And then it's like, oh, shit. All right, let's let's get into a full wartime episode, I guess. Um, yeah, that would have been way easier. <laughs> like, that would have made the war happen right away, right? <laughs> yeah, we would have just been like, all right, next three episodes, I guess it's war. Because, like, if you're the if you're the king and you drink it and it is poison and you die, like, you assume that was a setup, right? Like, all your people I mean, there would like, have to be, setup. like, a full-blown investigation being, like, who had chain of custody of these goblets? They came from uh, Mercia, so, like, they were supposed to be a gift. This is a failed assassination attempt. Now Camelot gets to invade Mercia, while Mercia thinks the that hand... they killed their king. 
Yeah, well, no, on Mercia's side, it's like, oh, look, they must have swapped the goblets or, like, put the poison in and then demanded our king drink from this goblet because they accused it of being poisoned. Yeah. Um, and Luther actually played that really well then. Yes. Yeah, no, because if, if the king drinks it and it is poisoned, he's fucked. Like, that's just like, all right, literally no chance of, of peace now. All right, all right, Uther, for the first time, you get a good at your goddamn job award. I, yeah, looking back at it, yeah, let the fucking servant die. Who cares about this servant? Oh, I can't I'm wait pretty... till we get to it, because Uther has already, in my mind, the best fucking line of the series so far. <laughs> and I hope you guys know which one I'm talking about. But yeah, so Merlin's choking, they take him to Gaius. Uh, Gaius finds the leaf and goes, oh, hey, this is the poison. Uh, it can only be cured by making an antidote from the same flower and the flower only grows in this extraordinarily dangerous mountain range where there's fucking like cockatrices and all sorts of nasty beasts the forests of Balor ooh Balak Balak excuse you is it it says Balor here on the uh, it, it's it is Balak it is Balak in the episode I am watching the episode right now what it says Balor here in the in the wiki <laughs> They, they are wrong. It is <laughs> Mortea's flower. Page on it. Mortea's yeah. thing in the in the caves of Balor, in the forest of Balor, including home to many rare creatures, including the cockatrice and the Balorian spider. All right. <laughs> Do you think just Gaius pronounces it incorrectly? <laughs> he just puts a little too much stank on that word. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's pretty hard well, to turn an re- R into a CH, yeah. but like, goddamn, turn on your subtitles. Yeah, I'm doing that. Which only grows you... in the caves beneath the forest of Balor, yeah. guarded by a vicious cockatrice. Okay. And then Arthur is kind of like, if I don't, will Merlin die? And Gaius is like, yes, slowly and painfully. And it's nice because Arthur is immediately like, guess I gotta go then. To be fair, he did just save his life. Yeah. but like, He Arth- saved his life so many times. <laughs> but this is One the would even say that... once a week. Arthur's just in denial because he doesn't want his good old butt boy to die. (laughs) (laughs) But it is nice again. They're building up that that friendship, that almost friendship where like at the end he's like, oh, good servants are hard to come by. (laughs) I'm glad you're doing better. I love you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then they kiss. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was reading fan fiction again. Um, But yeah, Arthur goes to his dad and is like, let me take a couple guys. We'll go to this forest, get the antidote, and we're done. And Uther's like, absolutely under no circumstances will you be leaving this castle. We may be at war in a couple of days. You need to... Wow. Forest of the Lock. <laughs> Interesting. That's completely wrong. Interesting. <laughs> Can but... you please get me a full screenshot of that and I'll put the observer in that? <laughs> <laughs> But this is. This is do, you, where the... do you do you want the do you want the words in there too, David? Yes, of course. <laughs> in fact, punch in on the words, and the observer will be coming up from behind the words. The observer will be looking at the words, going, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and he'll and his outstretched hand, he'll have Balor in the other one. Oh no, that's perfect. You, you can either have him behind a tree or just visible in the mouth of the cave. <laughs> Oh no, why am I making myself so much work? I'm sorry, David. I haven't even done the Photoshop for the last episode yet. But this is where 
I really like Uther's characterization in this because everything he says objectively is true from his perspective. Where Arthur's like, I can't just like Merlin's life is important. And Uther's like, yeah, it is. But your life is more important than his. Like protecting you is objectively more important than keeping the servant alive. And Arthur's like, I can't just stand by and watch him die. And Uther drops the badass line of, then look somewhere else. That was Which very badass. Such a fucking cold, like ice cold line, and I love it immediately. <laughs> hey, the book says Bolor, true. Oh my god, guys <laughs> just completely pronounced it incorrectly. He just completely <laughs> fucked it up. In- why did why didn't they get a retake on him? Why did he just completely That was fuck the best up? take? He just added some steak. Why did, why did he completely fuck up and say the wrong name? It's That's also not hilarious. In the, it's also not in the production errors or add in the it. trivia for. Add it the, it's a wiki. Add it, Charlie. Oh God, it is. You... Do I have to make an account? Ah, uh, you'll you'll figure it out. Um, just when Gaius first says where these flowers on, he calls them the forest of Balak. <laughs> just completely wrong. <laughs> how I don't understand how that stayed in the episode. Like that's just so, okay, wrong location. So, I'm I'm really I'm really glad that we caught that because man, when I was was I confused when you guys were calling it Balor because I was like I heard Balak and that was the only time that it was mentioned. <laughs> That's what it was. It's hilarious that he said it so wrong that the subtitles are wrong, but that he's pointing at a book and it's written his blore in the book. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, after after we get the Uther um, cold line of the series so far, uh, Morgana comes in and it's instead like, nah, go, go do it. Fuck Uther. Fuck that guy. Uh you know, Uther's a pussy. <laughs> Uther's a bitch. You should go do it. Um, you yeah. know what's really, really sexy? Disobeying your dad. Ooh. What's the- daddy issues. <laughs> Except, like, the opposite, right? Because she doesn't want to follow daddy. <laughs> uh, so, um, Arthur's like, all right, shit, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go do it then. Um, takes off on his horse. Um doesn't kill some guards. Could have I mean, killed some guards. He nearly doesn't runs through some guards. some guards. Nearly. Hey, David, uh, reload the wiki. Oh my god, did you edit it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got it. Oh my god. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> we have made our mark. <laughs> we have we have left our mark on the uh This is more work than we've ever done for fringe. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, that French Wikipedia was also dead. So... <laughs> oh no, I, I, there's typos. I gotta go back and fix those. Anyways, while you're, well, while Charlie is doing that, we'll, we'll continue on. Uh, and so begins Arthur's quest. Um, while Nimue just watches and goes, excellent. I, I guess, I guess I get to like spook Arthur as well. Just like, ooh, now I get to sexually watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, let's uh, let's swap over to um, the first of the weird sleep-talking Merlin parts. Yeah, um, Merlin is in terrible pain and dreaming of his favorite thing, which is obviously Arthur. 
and he's yes. muttering and saying things and Gaius is like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be here for this. <laughs> well, well, Gwen's but, there too. And yeah, Gwen, Merlin's you probably like, shouldn't be hearing this. <laughs> Merlin's like actually muttering magic spells. And well, I liked Gaius going, yep, he's he, the words coming out of his mouth are nonsense that he doesn't know what it means. Yep, totally. Yep. Boy's clearly delirious. <laughs> Ignore everything um, you hear. And he's like, point, oh, I Arthur guess, Lower, guys, and he's like, everything you hear. At uh, which point Gaius then uh, grabs grabs Arthur's ar- or uh, Merlin's arm to check and see, uh, I guess, if a rash has appeared and is shocked when it has appeared. And he's like, oh, shit. Uh, this is only supposed to happen with you know when the poison's like fully got hold of him. Merlin doesn't have four days to live; he's got two, which is also like fine because Merlin like shows up the very next day, or Arthur shows up the next day. So it's not like the time was ever an issue. Eh, had to be afraid. But um, it does bring up the fact that the poison can be accelerated by magic, which and apparently um, there's only one witch who knows how to do it. No more. Ma- 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 ma. Nah, at this point, uh, well, yes, that is determined, but also it's more of like, hey, um, Bayard probably didn't know to magically put. <laughs> yeah. It seems out of No, out obviously of his Bayard was working with Nimue. Like, yes. obviously like, he's that's, an that's, evil sorcerer as well. Like, that's, well, no, like, you just, like, employ Nimue, right? Like, that's that's the actual play that, like, Bayard should have She's had a here. consulting criminal. We're now Sherlock. <laughs> hey, it could have been part of Super Hulock. This could have been Super the opportunity. Super Hulock in. <laughs> Super Murlock who? Super Murlock who? Aren't Murlocks like a thing in like... Murlock who natural? Murlock who natural? <laughs> that sounds like something you would be cheering at like a sports player. Murlock who natural? That's yeah. a spell. <laughs> I mean, the only reason Murloc works is because it's a WoW creature, right? So. Oh yes, it is. The weird yeah, I was like, isn't monsters. that a Blizzard thing? <laughs> Fuck Blizzard. This is a shit. Murgurgle, <laughs> uh, gurgle. Um, That's what Murlocs uh, say. But but anyways, um, Gaius is like, oh shit, we gotta go see if we can find that. Uh, if we can find Nimue. Um, Gwen, go take a look and see if this person, um, that showed some interest in Merlin before he got poisoned is still there. Nope, she's gone? Well, that's great. <laughs> also, shit, she would know exactly where to get that flower. Ah, fuck, Arthur's probably in trouble. Then we cut to Arthur being in trouble. <laughs> yeah, Although, Arthur's just doing some cool things to start. Yeah, this was incredibly badass. Um, because she... Nibwe is in the forest. She roughs herself up a little bit, makes sure there's some good cleave, um, and like waits Listen, until what she kind hears... of damsel in distress are you if you don't have good cleave? Like, Ex- come on, exactly. <laughs> it's like the bat signal to find <laughs> a dashing knight is you flash some cleave in the woods. Unless, unless Tom Hardy's there to point out that it is in fact bait. <laughs> now I gotta rewatch Mad Max. Um. Anyway, uh, so she starts, like, crying, and she's like, oh, my master, like, abandoned me in the forest. Could you help me? And he's like, yeah, sure, I guess. I'm in the servant-saving mood. Um, And then a cockatrice, like, pops out of fucking nowhere, and uh, it's mentioned that they are incredibly poisonous or venomous, I guess is the case may be, 
one drop is enough to kill a man. But Arthur doesn't worry about that because he dodges, rolls, and then just fucking throws his sword and it sails right into the creature off screen. At which point, at which point we get our um, incredible, like... <laughs> Um, sound tidbit of the uh, well no just sound tidbit of the episode with when he throws the sword it just goes ching 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 for like four (laughs) seconds as it tumbles (laughs) I honestly because I was like I was I was building Legos while watching this and he I just looked up saw him throw the sword and went shit did she like curse him to be clumsy and that's gonna be the thing and he just like the sword just flew out of his hands Nope, he he meant to do that, and it looked cool. But then he's uh, also not suspicious of this random servant who happens to be abandoned in the deadly forest where he's being, being like, oh, you're looking for a f- rare flower? I can help you. <laughs> to, be, to, to be fair, she's hot. Like, why would he be suspicious? She's attractive. Always suspicious of hot. <laughs> Always. Nah, it's like early 20s? Nah, she's she's attractive. <laughs> How old is Arthur? Uh... Who, who the fuck knows? <laughs> I think for legal reasons we need to say at least 18. <laughs> yes. Uh... All characters depicted are of the age of majority. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't start with that shit, my dear. <laughs> just just uh... to protect ourselves, David. <laughs> But but anyways, yeah, um Nimwe, or in this case, I guess the damsel in distress, um, her her master who she's run away from, you know, was in the was in this forest and she knows about this flower, she knows about this uh, I can lead you to the flower. And I was like, Alright, I I guess it's kinda weird, but um sure. And away they go, deep cave. Um, where Nibwe seems way too comfortable in here after playing a damsel in distress. She immediately takes the lead and is like, don't worry, I got this. And uh, then, as soon as they get into the cave, she casts magic, and like Arthur's like, what are you doing? And it's like, she's trying to kill you, dude. Like, <laughs> is that not obvious? You Although she just, has- she just leaves him hanging on the rock and is like, oh, it's not your destiny to die by my hand. Which is he, like, it kind of <laughs> seems like you're trying to kill him by your hand, by leaving yeah. him here. As... What if he falls? Like, that's technically by your hand. Also, leaving him nah. here to get eaten by spiders, that's still technically by your hand. <laughs> like, you're Listen, the one who put him in this hand, scenario. Her hand never touched Arthur. You cannot... <laughs> that's some fucking Lord of the Rings, Witch King <laughs> bullshit right there. <laughs> I also love how he's like, who are you? And she takes off her hood. Like, A, that would be a big reveal to him. He doesn't know who the fuck you are. And just goes, the last face you'll ever see. Like, <laughs> you... But then you're saying that he's going to die here. <laughs> You've already also seen him. Like, he's already talked to you for quite a while. <laughs> like, if you know that you're not supposed to kill him and he will live through this, why not taunt Uther and be like, oh, it's Nimue, motherfucker. Ask your dad what that name means. <laughs> well, it's, you shouldn't die by my hand, but also, this is the last face you'll ever see. <laughs> it's like, Listen, wait, what? These... <laughs> mixed messages, Nimue, mixed messages. Um, but yeah, we, we get our first spooky spider. Um, 
appearing, and Arthur's able to fend that one off. Everything's yes. all fine. Shockingly uh, enough, our long rambling conversations about spiders at the beginning of this episode is relevant. <laughs> yes. God, fucking cursed spiders. Um, and Merlin's and- having fever dreams, being like, Ah, oh, no, Arthur, it's a trap. Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. <laughs> but like this is this is at the point where I'm still like okay delirious under fever fever and he's like he's like mumbling and he's like no Arthur trap dark ugh but then later on in the episode it's just like okay dude you're talking with your eyes closed like <laughs> we get it we get it they wanted you to still act in this episode they didn't want to just have a Merlinless episode whatever yes because so in his Arthur's- sleep. Merlin casts like a light spell for Arthur. Yep, and apparently the light lets Arthur do a pull up or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I d- don't don't you know that as soon as there's a magical orb, your your strength score increases no, by no, three. No, listen, you don't understand. It's impossible to do a pull up in the dark, is what it is. It's don't like you know? playing oh, baseball right. in the dark, David. It just can't be done. It's just it's not possible. <laughs> So you got to build a tall, tall tower to blot out the sun. So this pitching, pitcher batter baseball kid can't throw, can't play. Oh man, they're doing a full spinoff for that. They're also doing a full spinoff for Noise Boys, and I'm so I know, excited. I'm hyped. That's coming out what next month? Yeah. Hey everyone, subscribe to Dropout TV. There's actually really good content. It's Dropout TV is great. It's worth I do not the, regret like, spending money to pay on for it. Yeah. It's really not that much. <laughs> And you get all this D and D content. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Arthur. Arthur gets out. Um. He follows the light. Um, he gets the flower too. As he's reaching for yes. the flower, like some spiders come out, and Merlin's like, "No, fuck it, let me die." But no, Arthur gets out, rides back to Camelot. Um. We skipped a scene where Uther is talking to Morgana, like, "How dare that little bastard brat of mine run off." Against by instructions of Morgana's being like real coy, like, oh man, who gave him that idea? She must be pretty hot. And Uther's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck crazy. you. Only the hottest of women could have come up with that idea. <laughs> He's like, you're such a bitch, I fucking hate you. And she's like, mm, maybe I'll go evil later on, who knows? Uh, so Feel, Arthur comes back. You might go evil later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur comes back and he's like, ha ha, I got the flower. And the guards are like, you're under arrest? Your dad said so? And Uther shows up and he's like, alright, at least put me in the stockades. At least I have the one thing that can cure Merlin. Like, there's no downside to curing him now. And Uther's like, mm, it won't teach you a lesson. And crushes the flower. And I was like, holy shit. This is they where Uther really... starts to cross the line of yeah, like that, mm, bad at your job. That's kind of like, <laughs> dude, he has the cure already. Like that's also Gaius's like that's your chief medical officer's nephew. Maybe don't leave him to die. <laughs> now nah, like, this is Yeah, he's just a serf, but also like your medical officer who also knows about the evil sorcerer. <laughs> like that's his blood. <laughs> like maybe maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe like be like okay it won't just be a week in the stockades it'll be two and then be and then just like go deliver it to Gaius like that would have been a nice scene to be like yeah he's a dick of a father sometimes but like he's still fair but I guess they want him to be like a secondary antagonist they they do certainly make you hate Uther in the episode yeah Uh, 
But they do really make you like Arthur because, like, even in the prison cell, he's still reaching for that flower. Yeah. Um, and uh, Merlin's getting worse and is, like, dying still. Uh, so Gaia sends Gwen to go talk to Arthur to see if she can get the flower. They do this whole, um, oh, this food's disgusting. I don't want it anymore. Take this freshly baked bread and cheese away. And puts the flower on, and then a guard comes over, so, looks at the plate so of perfectly fine food. With, I Sorry, guess, uh, a fancy garnish say, on, t- on it or something? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the more important thing here, it's actually the leaf that is used to make the antidote. The flower is the poisonous part of it. So when Arthur returns with both a flower and a leaf, you, you only need the leaf. The, the, the flower is just to kill someone else again. <laughs> Wait, is it? Um, they're, no, they're, yes. different, no, they're Gaius, different ingredients. Gaius says it can only be made of the same the flower. Nope, the same leaf. of. He also says Balak, so we don't know if we can trust him. <laughs> He's also a little bit on the sauce, if you know what I mean. <laughs> He's been on that lazy gin as well. Uh... But I was just really hoping that this guard was going to eat this and then just drop dead because, you know, (laughs) the flower had been touching it all. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) But yeah, the guard, like, takes some bread and then another servant lady comes out and was like, food for the prince? And Gwen hauls ass and they're like, get back here. And then she just gets back to Gaius's without any issue. Like, yeah, no like, one yeah, is still pursuing fine. her. I'm gonna follow up on that. Just, I guess she got away. <laughs> it's not like she's fucking Morgana's handmaiden or something. Like, she's a recognizable figure. <laughs> but nope, it's fine. Um, and they get back. Um, Gwen returns with the with the, the flower and the leaf, and Gaius starts um, you know, trying to create the antidote and then goes, wait, shit. It, it's made with magic. Um, the antidote might need magic too. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to get that though. Gwen, well, Gwen, why don't you go get some water? Well, he mentions that they need to make it with magic. Like, hey, if you're open to this idea, I could just do it right now. And Gwen's like, it's forbidden though. And I'm like, and so Gaius is like, all right, leave the room, please. <laughs> I need water or something. You can fuck off. Fuck right off. And Come then, back oh, in uh, ten minutes. <laughs> Kel surprise, Gaius knows magic. Whoa. Well, he tries it at first and it doesn't seem to work, right? Yeah. And he like closes his eyes and like half peeks, like, oh, this bowl is glowing now. Yeah, and he looks at like he's actually he looks at Merlin who's like in desperate pain and he's like, hmm, I gotta do this for my nephew. And he does do it for his nephew and then tells him. I to was really swallow. hoping. I was really hoping that instead he was just going to hand the, like, antidote, I like, really thought to, he was going to to unconscious Merlin, and Merlin was going to make the hand. Like, I really thought that's what's going to happen. Need, you need to cast this spell, Merlin. Arthur needs you to cast this spell. <laughs> I'm a little upset that that isn't what happened, because that would have been way funnier. I, it would have been really great. Just, all right, Merlin, I need your raw magical power, I guess. Um... Just, just try and direct it at this. <laughs> but no, they feed it to Merlin. Gwen comes back in. Um, but oh no, Merlin's heart has stopped and he appears to be dead. And Gwen buries her face in Gaius's chest crying. And then Merlin's like, that's disgusting. She's old enough to be her granddaughter. <laughs> and I was like, man, I like the quips. You're a funny kid. Glad you're not dead. And then Gwen kisses him. Gasp. <gasps> Gasp. Merlin's like, interracial isn't really my thing. 
and it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Gaius is like, can I, can I leave? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. I should probably now tell Uther, now that we've like, you know, actually deduced everything that happened, uh, I should probably go tell Uther because he's about to uh, like do, do start some, a war do some again. War. <laughs> but yeah, and he's like, it was Nimue. And Uther's like, it can't be. She just showed up last episode. Can't be. Twice in a row? That's crazy. <laughs> That's some plot arc type shit. But sir, this is the BBC. We have fewer episodes. My god! It must <laughs> oh, be shit. Nimue. Alright, I guess I'll send... I guess I'll just say that Ballard is... Or Bayard is free. Um, Sorry about imprisoning you. We still cool? Well, also, like, sorry for uh, condemning you to die by poison when we literally had the antidote. But hey, you're alive now, I guess. <laughs> Oh yeah, to Merlin. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> ah, he doesn't have to apologize to a surf. Why would he ever I do mean, that? He doesn't, but like, it's a little yeah. fucked up. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, uh, everyone is happy and alive. Arthur goes to visit Merlin. He's like, oh, good to see you're okay. Bright and early tomorrow morning, by the by. You're a good servant. Can't afford to lose you. I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, They kiss and... Then uh, Gaius serves Arthur dinner, and Arthur's like, or Merlin dinner. Um, see, I already get them confused. Uh, joined at the hip, they are. Um, ah, and Merlin's like, oh, hey, but why would Nimue go through all this trouble just to, like, try to poison Arthur and, like, let me get in the way? And Gaius is like, you're a fucking moron. She was also, trying to kill you. Also, if Nimue was trying to kill Arthur, why didn't she just kill Arthur in that cave? Again, also, like, trying to start a war, you're dressed up like a Mercian handmaiden. Just go up and, like, blast Uther with some magic. Yeah, like, all that these would do dangerous it. sorcerers get within, like, two feet of Uther, and no one can kill him. They all go after Arthur. To be fair, the man slayed so many dragons. <laughs> Which should make him the prime target, not his like. Listen, Dragon Slayer, Dragon his... Slayer. Are you gonna fuck with the goddamn Dragon Slayer? I would try Listen, instead of kept... his at least would eighteen you? year old son. He's killed all he the kept... dragons. <laughs> He kept one dragon alive, which he keeps alive in his basement just to fucking taunt. Or, for when he dies, it'll be released and fuck up everyone. Uther showed up He's... to Camelot with a box of scraps and in a cave <laughs> killed all the dragons. Chain John heard up. <laughs> also, no you, John heard this episode, eh? Yeah. yeah. I guess to be fair, Merlin was, was a little bit unconscious. So, yeah. well, I'm like, surprised, like... Well, I, I guess now's the time to talk about because the episode is done. Um, or will we get Nimue? Like, Gaius is like, oh, it seems someone else knows that you're destined for great things, and Nimue is watching Merlin through her little puddle. But the the sleep talking, like, full sentences at the end was really annoying. Uh, like, I was fine with, like, the mumbling shit, but, like, having him just read full lines of dialogue <laughs> with his eyes closed, <laughs> slightly sweaty. It kind of was like, okay, you kind of, you went past where you should have. And, like, thinking back on it, they could have easily had it been, like, a mindscape thing or have him, like, in the cave with John Hurt and John Hurt, like, coaching him through these things. Like, Arthur needs your help. He can't see. Whoa, light. I think they ran out of money to pay John Hurt this episode. So, <laughs> I think we'll come back later. <laughs> 
This is episode uh, nine episodes later, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh, that that's the end of our episode. Um, thoughts thoughts about the episode. Um, Charlie, where that observer at? Um, uh, the observer <laughs> David, is standing at the mouth of the cave in the illustration that Gaius looks at in his book when he calls <laughs> oh, no. it. The David, Forest do you concur? Do you concur, or or is Charlie wrong? Was the observer actually somewhere else the entire oh, time? No. He might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, we'll find out when David makes a Photoshop. <laughs> um, next See, episode clue. Damn, that last minute. It's it's still the next episode I, clue. It's I have not. Crazy. I stopped watching those. I didn't watch. <laughs> oh it yeah, they're time. really bad. Interestingly, the transcript on the wiki has Gaius's line as the Forest of Balor. Which is incorrect <laughs> according to the Netflix subtitles and what he says. Literally so, like, what he says. Is it is it an American redub for just that line for no reason? No. Do they say no. it later on? No, they never say the name of the forest again. That is the only time. I'm so confused. Is there do you have a transcript? Can you just search it for Balor? <laughs> yeah, go to the on the Near the bottom of the wiki page oh, yeah, yeah. on the fandom, Here's they have the transcript. The transcript. And you search it can Balor. Only be found in the caves deep beneath the forest of Balor. That's incorrect. He says Balok. Oh no, <laughs> he says it again. He says it again. Uh, when Gaius is talking to Guinevere uh, about uh, the handmaiden, she go- he goes, she knows the only place an antidote can be found is in the f- is the forest of Balor. Arthur could be walking into a trap. Huh. Um, right before 1940. 1940. Okay. So he says it there. Yeah. Nick, go and confirm while we talk about other things. Um. Well, I think it's more important to note that when you actually hear him, um, now that we're saying Balor, uh, it could very well be that he does say, like, I think he just puts some stank on Balor in the first one. And, then <laughs> and it just... makes it C-H? Are you kidding me? How? <laughs> and, and then for some reason, Balor the transcript shook. picks it up as a, C- a C-H. <laughs> no. What does he say? I don't, I don't what know, does he man. say? Find the next line where he says it. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go find it. But yeah, no. Well... While, while I'm doing make, that, David, what was your episode rating? Episode ratings. Uh, this is not as good of an episode as the last three episodes. Um, it's kind of nonsense. Uther, what the fuck, man? He had the antidote already. That doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, some cool lines. Uh, the monster effects are cool-ish, I'll say. Like, Those spiders, the spiders are, are cool. Shit. The cockatrice is kind of terrifying. Um, so yeah, probably like a three for me. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go with three as well. It, it at one point I really wanted to call this episode like Arthur Pendragon and the Cave of Flowers or some shit. Like it felt like an Indiana Jones movie. Um, in the middle half, which was fun. Like Arthur, like going on this mini quest that was cool. Um kind of lost me with just having Merlin mutter in a fever dream. I wish they did something else other than that or just even have him comatose the whole episode and have this be an Arthur specific episode to build his character up more, but it is still fine. Didn't hate it. I liked Uther's characterization for most of it. You get too good at your jobs. 
for preventing the war and telling Arthur to look the other look somewhere else if you can't stand to watch Merlin die, and then a bad at your job for letting for trying to let Merlin die even though the cure's there. Okay. Um. Nick. Yeah. For myself. Uh. So. So this. This. This episode has the whole like cool like questing vibe. I just wish it took up more of the episode. Um. Like, if you're gonna do the whole Arthur going on a quest, like I understand adding in what they did before Arthur goes on the quest and after he goes on the quest. Maybe some less Merlin and like another scene of Arthur like going through the forest or like something else in the caves or something like now that. Now that you mention it, it kind of feels like it's missing a third danger. It like, really the, is. The, the comedy comes in threes. Like rule of threes doesn't just apply to comedy. It should also apply to like your action sequences and stuff like that. So Arthur's quest should be a three danger act thing. And they kind of shoehorn in him getting shoved off the cliff and the spiders into one. So it's the cockatrice and then Nimue and the spiders. There needs to be one more there. Yeah, he kind of just does it and then he gets out. Like, there should have been one last challenge or something. Where, like, the flower is deep inside the cave and he's, like, there's a big cockatrice or something hunting him in the dark. Or a really big spider. Yeah. Or just Nimue, or just Nimue slip and says something, and like we get like a danger there of Arthur being like, "You're not who you say you are," and then like and she's like, "You're trapped in a cave now, bitch." Well, yeah, yeah. especially because we yeah. get the wrap-up scene where Arthur goes to Uther and is just like, "Hey, so there's this creepy lady," and Uther was like, "What did she say?" And he, he said, "Nothing really." And she's like, "Excellent." Yep, can't trust her. Like it sounds like you know her. She's like. Uh, uh, I, uh, uh, it's I, I know all sorcerers. All sorcerers are the same. They're all terrible. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta go. <laughs> Your dad loves you. Bye. Um, but like, yeah, I like it. It's missing. It's missing that danger. And it's just like I, I would be so much more down if there was just a little bit more quest in this episode. Um. So yeah, like other than that, like decently fine episode. Um, I'm gonna give it like. Yeah, that's probably. I I'll go to a I'll go to a three and a half. It's probably a three, but I'm I'm feeling generous. I'll give it a three and a half. Um, and yeah, no. I don't, Interestingly it, I, it enough, it could have been so much more fun. We we continue our trend of not liking popular episodes. Oh, is this a popular? Oh, episode? I completely understand why this is a popular episode. It's the Again, first like by, Arthur Merlin ship. Yeah, by by narrow margins. This has a 7.9 on IMDb, making it the highest rated single episode thus far. It is tied with the pilot for being our lowest rated episode thus far. We, we're just contrarians deep down is what it is. <laughs> this did see another uptick in viewers, 6.48 million compared to 6.3. So they are gaining viewership back after the dip following the pilot. And now we get to go to David's fun mythology fact of the episode. So one of the monsters that appears in this episode is the cockatrice, which is an actual mythological monster. Um, Typically, the cockatrice uh, in its original uh, sort of translation or in its original interpretation was a sort of weird snake rooster monster. Uh, it ends up sort of being categorized as the same thing as a basilisk after there was a sort of 
sort of incorrect translation of a book where they translated Basilisk as Cockatrice, which is why the two monsters are pretty interlinked. Um, the typical non-turf view of a Basilisk is a large sort of uh, rooster with sort of uh, lizard, like dragon wings, and a large reptile tail. Uh, they typically have the ability to kill you with just their sight, or turn you to stone in some interpretations as well. Um, the normal way for them to be born is through a, a chicken egg that is nested by a toad or a snake. Um, there's also uh, sort of a rumor that a cock egg could also hatch into a cockatrice. A cock egg being a very small egg laid by a young hen uh, that does not have a yolk. Hmm. Yep. Thanks for the well, fun mythology fact, David. Yep. And good on like the like like show writers for like actually using mythological creatures and mythological not just like making everything up <laughs> in the correct era, like time frame, and like correct mythology as well. Meanwhile, yeah, like, all the comments on the wiki page are talking about were strawberries available to people during this time frame versus <laughs> potatoes. I listen, if strawberries existed at the time, of course the fucking king would have some. Like what do you mean? He's the king. <laughs> also, what time is this? Also, there's fucking magic. Anyhow, I think that takes us to the end of the episode do we have anything else to go over no i just like the idea of we should just start shouting at the comments for like getting like the pedantics of like strawberries and things like that with just cave dragon as just well, our only response half of them are talking <laughs> about strawberries and if they were available uh the other one's talking about hey this is a good setup episode for nimue as a villain and then man really shows the deep love between arthur and merlin <laughs> And well, I didn't yeah, write that comment. Which it does. 100% it does. <laughs> it really do. If you want to hear more about the deep love between Arthur and Merlin, go to fanfiction.net and go to the <laughs> Merlin TV show category. Sort by favorites. I guarantee you they'll be at the top. Much like Merlin. Yeah, that's my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Just end this episode. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Um, If you really like this episode, please give us a rating on whatever podcasting service you are listening to, be that uh, iTunes, Google Play, maybe Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio for sure, uh, our home at Podbean. Also recommend it to your friends. Uh, If you want to be the second person, because first place has been taken to interact with us on Twitter, uh, you can retweet, favorite, or tweet at us at Forsaf. Uh, if you want to do it privately, you can email us your favorite fanfiction, uh, Forsaf at gmail.com. Other than that, uh, tune in next week where we talk more about some steamy Merlin Arthur slash fic. Outro. Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunchip. I, uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me. 